0: This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. I'm Randy Bushover. The show is designed to shine a spotlight on local business as a driving force in our lives. And if there is a local business or service you'd like to hear featured here on the program, send me an email at randy.bushover at entercom.com. With me, Jim Nowak. He's the managing partner with Construction Risk Management. And uh, Jim, thank you for being here first off.
1: Thanks, Randy. Thanks for having me.
0: And just to get right into it, A lot of new construction, especially around that Buffalo medical campus, with uh, adaptive reuse projects, new development, construction throughout western New York. Uh, How has that impacted local businesses from a legal standpoint?
1: Well, as anyone can appreciate, all businesses face risks. But when it comes to the construction industry, they have very different and unique risks that need to be managed. And construction isn't like opening up a shop to sell a good construction has many more risks due in part to the laws, the regulations, the statutes, and everything else that's involved. Um, And how those construction risks are managed from the very beginning, from the inception, before they even put one shovel in the ground, how those risks are managed will often dictate how successful the project will be.
0: And should have started off by Uh, Making sure that we set the groundwork for this, that construction risk management, that is essentially what you do.
1: Correct. Correct. So we can get involved at any point, but we like to counsel people. The earlier you get professionals involved, whether it be attorneys like us or insurance professionals, the better off you're going to be.
0: And you kind of are a, a consultant, I guess, for lack of a better term, on Things like uh, using scaffolding and then other things to protect the workers, that sort of thing, as a building is put together?
1: Yes, we we will counsel our clients on what they need to do before a project begins. And it may, we represent owners of pieces of property or owners of buildings that are going to be rehabbed and put into commercial use. So it's really A to Z and who will represent and counsel on, on how to do it right and how to manage the risks so you as an owner might not be getting stuck with a risk or liability that the contractor should really have or a subcontractor should really have. So we really take a top-down view of the entire project.
0: And for something like an already existing building, you're you're trying to adaptively reuse it. You're necessarily talking about an older structure, which may have had different uh, building codes at the time that you need to be aware
1: of. Absolutely correct. And knowing that before the project starts allows us to counsel our clients on what should be in the contract, what shouldn't be in the contract, and how to manage the risks associated with that, whether it's an abatement of asbestos that might be on the premises, whether it's code enforcement that now certain different better types of steel need to be used to reinforce floors or elevator shafts, things like that. If you know about it before and it's built into the contract, you're okay. One of the biggest problems with construction projects and adaptive reuse projects is you get into it and all of a sudden there's a problem. Well, problems in construction mean money. And then down the line, the subcontractor, the contractor wants to get paid and the owner says, well, that's not in the contract. I'm not going to pay you for it. So then it oftentimes turns into a dispute and litigation where someone says, I did the work, I wanna get paid, the owner says, I didn't authorize the work, I'm not paying you for it, it's all under the contract, you should have assumed that risk. So as attorneys, we're able to identify and spot those issues before the project starts, so hopefully it goes smoothly.
0: Is there a way of defining what businesses have been impacted most by the construction boom we're currently experiencing here?
1: I would say it has affected the owners of real estate and property, construction and development companies, and then the other one would be property management companies.
0: And from a legal perspective, uh, the impact for businesses?
1: Well, it really starts at at the very beginning when a company or an entity, a lot of times they'll set up a new company or entity for a new project, and they do that to spread their risk around and limit their liability. So it starts with what type of entity do you want to have? Do you want to have a corporation? Do you want to have a limited liability company? Or some other joint venture with someone else to spread that risk around?
0: Talking with Jim Nowak, he's the managing partner with Construction Risk Management here on Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, to that point, are there any benefits or drawbacks to either the LLC or the other... Uh th- there are that take?
1: Sure. There there are benefits to both and usually that will come down to um accounting and financing principles. There are tax consequences in each. And as lawyers, we always counsel our clients when they're trying to figure out is a corporation better or is an LLC better to really get their accountant and tax advisors involved because it can be pretty complicated.
0: And for owners and developers there's uh, there's as you mentioned, quite the impact. It's uh very difficult, again, to kind of finagle through all these things.
1: Absolutely. And it's, it's not just the, the construction project itself. It is managing the insurance that comes along with it. I mean, everybody says, oh, get insurance. Well, that's a no-brainer. We all know we need insurance. But you need the right type of insurance to make sure you're insured for certain risks. Not every insurance policy insures everything. So you got to take a close look at that as well. That's very important.
0: Well, kind of walk me through uh, like a, a specific example. Say there's a, an abandoned street corner. It's a completely cleared, uh, not a brownfield. It's a, it's already just ready for, as as it is, to, to build something new, say a convenience store.
1: Okay. Well, you say it's not a brownfield, so let's assume that there was uh, an environmental impact or a phase one done, so we know there are no contamination issues. Where you go from there is you get some site plans, Um also assuming that you already own the property and you don't have to purchase it and finance it and, and do that closing. But if you do, that's part of the process with the bank and we help them with the contract documents and the finance documents and all that. And once you have your financing li- lined up, you as the owner of that property are going to want to contract with a general contractor to actually do the construction. As you can imagine, there's a contract involved with that. And that is really the first step. on looking through that contract to say, you as an owner have these responsibilities you as a contractor have those responsibilities and where if I'm representing an owner where can I shift some of this risk and liability to the contractor who's better able to manage those risks because they're on site all the time and from there we'll look at does the contractor have the proper insurance to protect us doesn't make much sense or do you any good as an owner of a piece of property if the contractor has the liability but they don't have the liability insurance to cover the risk because ultimately it will come back against you if the contractor isn't properly insured.
0: It sounds on the surface a little difficult to understand, but once you explain it, it makes sense why you would go about it that way.
1: Right. And the, the important thing is, and, and we counsel all our clients this, before you agree to anything, get it in writing, have it reviewed, and let's look at what we're really undertaking as an owner. What are our responsibilities and what are the general contractor's responsibilities? And vice versa. We represent general contractors and subcontractors as well. So in those instances, we want to make sure, okay, do you understand what you're getting into? Do you understand your responsibilities and your liabilities? And are you properly protected?
0: All right. We started out with just a regular old convenience store on a uh, pretty suitable, easily adaptable uh, setup as a as an as an example. Second example, uh, you've got a multi-story building, and they want to do multi-use facilities. So maybe some uh, commercial on the bottom and apartments on the top. Somewhat similar setup. Yes,
1: yes, it is. Now with mi- with mixed use. Uh, meaning you're going to have various businesses, some residential, some commercial. The big difference comes in once the project is completed, okay? And since you have different types of tenants, you're going to want different type of types of leases. And we will come in and we'll review leases for the landlord, or if we have a client who is a commercial client who is a business selling something, we'll review the lease on their behalf to make sure everyone understands what responsibilities you as the tenant have. Um, And a lot of times, especially now, as this area is getting bigger and bigger with these mixed-use complexes, they will hire or they will have a related entity that is a property management company. And... Often the property management company is the one that completely manages the leases, and they're going to want the tenants to take on as much responsibility as possible. It's cost effective for them. And if you're representing a tenant, you need to explain to them, hey, you're responsible for removing the snow and putting the salt down on a morning like we're having this morning and this, this time of year. Um, we want to make sure everyone understands that. And if they don't, it usually causes problems somewhere down the line.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, ask how the difference is for the property maintenance company aspect, and you just pretty much handled that fairly well. So moving along then, what would be your best advice to these businesses before they start embarking on any of these examples or others?
1: I my The best advice that I could give them is, again, get it in writing and have it not just reviewed by an attorney, have it explained to you by an attorney, and also an insurance representative when you've got to get your insurance policies in place to make sure that you're insured properly or if there's a specific risk that you're not willing to undertake, make sure that the other party involved does have the proper insurance. So again, it's get it in writing, have it reviewed and then sign it. It solves 95% of the problems out there.
0: As far as your work with construction risk management, uh, we've been talking about buildings or making buildings or reusing buildings. How about something like Canal Side or the Outer Harbor? Uh, also, you would do work with that too?
1: Yes. Our, our involvement, again, would be once an entity has decided that they, they want to build or develop a parcel down there. Um, usually, that bid process is done before us. Um, we will look at bid proposals for clients to make sure that everything is covered Um, And again, understanding what what they're agreeing to. Um, But generally, those those bigger um, joint ventures, if you will, between a municipality and then a private developer and then the the end user. um, Those are usually master contracts um, and we'll get involved at any point in time that our, our clients want us to.
0: And for those who have the need, how would they go about and get a hold of you?
1: Um, they can go to our website, which is kslnlawlaw.com. There's a construction risk management section there. um, And certainly all our contacts are listed on the website, phone numbers, emails. And if anyone has any questions, we're, we're always happy to get back to people right away.
0: All right, Jim, thank you very much for the time. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Jim Nowak, Managing Partner, Construction Risk Management. This is Buffalo Means Business on News Radio 930 WBEN.